The ANC-NEC has agreed to intensify and accelerate renewal, focusing more energy on renewal and rebuilding, which should be based on some key pillars that include building ANC branches as agents of change with a membership that respects and is respected by the people. But we also want to build a more youthful organization. And that briefing, of course, was uh, briefly interrupted after the electricity supply went off inside the main hall of the fundraising dinner in Pulukwane. Ramaphosa chuckled during the darkness, which lasted a few minutes as he did not view the power cut as a security threat. Despite the unexpected outage, Ramaphosa was able to conclude his address by thanking the business community and members of the ANC in Limpopo. Here is uh, the moment the lights went out. And this difficult period that we've been through is precisely that the ANC <laughs> okay <laughs> Amanda Amanda now that's okay don't worry there's nothing dangerous nothing is going to happen Go stand back. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so that was the moment. If there's no power to the mains, then it's power to the people. That was ANC President Cyril Ramaphosa. For more on this, we're joined on the line now by SABC reporter Abongile Dumako. Abongile, good morning. Welcome to the show, first of all. Good morning, Guru. Thank you so much. How did the president eventually go then from the darkness to the light being there? And what was the spirit of his briefing last night? To be quite honest with you, I was not part of that dinner. Uh, my colleague Kapiakonyon was actually deployed there. Me, I was actually around Bulukwane during the day when mm. he spoke just before he went for that dinner uh, with the young people of uh, the ANC. But right. from what yeah. from what we saw uh, and from the clips that we played, the power outage went out, but more than anything else, even on social media, people are actually worried about the safety of the president because uh, that just about two days ago when he was at Libua Homo Civic Center, uh, there was a, a, an issue that was some uh, security threat there, but mostly what dominated uh, is the reason why he left that incident-lifting billion in Mara lecture because of the fact that there were no COVID-19 protocols that were, called, mm-hmm. that were followed, but largely the reports have emerged that there was also a security threat. So we don't know what's really transparent, but there seems to be a bit of a challenge when it comes to the security of both the president of the agency, mm. and his deputy, David Mabuza. Difficult to quantify this next question, but do you get the sense that the president is around? Is the excitement in Limpopo ahead of today's address? Yes, certainly we've seen the excitement across all the spectrum here in Limpopo since we've arrived here on Tuesday. And the president will group together with the leadership of the agency. They've been crisscrossing the province. Uh, visiting different uh, uh, traditional households, different regions, uh, to just sort of introduce themselves that they are going to be spending the week here in Ilimpopo, especially here in Pulukwane, ahead of the January 8th statement, which is expected to be delivered in the afternoon today anyway. So the reception with yes was quite uh, warm, uh, looking at the fact that uh, the ANC has done quite well during this last, like, relatively well during this last year. Uh, you know, uh, local government elections in around uh, around the Limpopo province. So the president and his top leadership did receive quite a warm reception. Uh, but we haven't seen that much of glitz and glam. Remember, the mm-hmm. ANC continues 
to face financial challenges. And Nomfula Mukonye during the briefing, uh, State of Readiness briefing this week, she did tell the media that they are actually being careful. Uh, they don't want to have a peace and claim kind of celebration yet. They are still their, their employees. Sometimes don't get paid on time and things like those. But yes, the vibe, the mood, the actual that there is celebration that are going to take place today. Yes, we've seen it come up in around the we, we understand that there, there will only be a, a attendees list of around 2,000 people as per the protocol. That's going to raise some practical concerns because we've already seen, Abongile, there, there were scuffles between party members who claim that the list of attendees was drawn up on a factional basis. Has there been a resolution in that regard? Certainly, we've seen uh, the very same thing erupt yesterday when President Ramaphosa was to deliver the Peter Mukaba Memorial Lecture to the ANC at the checkpoints hall here in Bulawayo. There was quite a lot of young people who had wanted to hear what the president had to say, and as a result, the attendees were only going to be 500 inside the hall, which was physically impossible because there were thousands of ANC members, which led then to the president having to address those young people and deliver the lecture outside. Uh, but that led to us seeing a bit of more uh, security personnel being brought in to avoid a uh, possible uh, scaffold, which, which was likely to happen uh, following a heated argument between the youth league and NEC member of the ANC, Zizikoda, where they were saying that they feel disrespected because even the list that is being compiled is based on factions. So they don't want to see people being that it was their favorite. It was ultimately during their local government elections, and the youth, they were the ones who were in the forefront. Uh, doing the George Doe campaigns and suddenly people are being parachuted now to attend mm. these events. So yes, we've seen quite a, a strong police presence, which I think is one of the main reasons why they uh, they, they brought them here is to make sure that there is no nothing out of the ordinary that happens uh, regarding you know scaffolds and clashes between ah. themselves and police. But ultimately, the ANC has been quite strong in saying that they are going to enforce COVID-19 situations. Remember, they are a governing party; they are the ones sort of set the rules, so they need to live by those rules. Okay, we're going to have to leave it there, that line sort of dropping in and out uh, on us. But that was SABC reporter Abungile Domako giving us a, a very clear indication of just what has transpired in Limpopo and Polokwane this past week. And uh, also what is about to unfold today. Quick little break on the other side. There's so much to analyze around what may come out of the president's mouth today. It is, of course, the very first step in a year where he is fighting for re-election as the president of the ANC. Uh, And we'll get some analysis on that immediately after the break. CUT is a small but dynamic university where students get personal attention from dedicated, passionate staff members. 32% of academic staff hold a doctoral degree, the highest of all the universities of technology in South Africa. Plus, students have access to a vibrant student life with a variety of culture and student organizations, as well as sports programs. Visit CUT's website at cut.ac.za and see why we are thinking beyond. Our Monati gets your year off to a great start with incredible back-to-school, work and varsity deals. Like Telcom 15 gigs data with MyFi router for 699. That's 7.5 gig anytime data and 7.5 gig night surfer data. Push yourself to be the best with a free 1 gig data when you register for Telcom Ignite. Call 10213, click telcom.co.za or go to any Telcom shop. T's and C's apply. You are listening to Udo Carlsa on SAFM. 
6.43 the time right now. Let's uh, get some political analysis on what is to come today in the January 8th statement by uh, or of the ANC by its president, Sidel uh, Ramaphosa. Levi Ndor is political analyst. He joins us now. Levi, good morning and welcome to the show. Udo, good morning to you. Good morning to the listeners of SAFM. Thank you for having me today. I, I joked about it that... Uh, Polokwane is the place where ANC leaders go to have their power cut. And just yesterday in that address, we saw a power cut as the president was addressing uh, members of uh, the business community. But but on a serious note, the party returning to Polokwane following the 52nd African National Congress uh, conference in 2007, would you say some of the leaders are currently getting flashbacks of all that uh, transpired back then? Yes, um, uh, indeed. Um you know, when the power cut happened, what quickly came into my mind was that there is a, a state capture report that is coming, and it's also going to touch on what uh, has actually happened with ESCOM. Mm. But also at the same time, uh, you have the entire leadership of the state, the president and the deputy president and some ministers, you have the leadership of the ruling party, and you have got such issues that uh, uh, a serious security risk happening. Mm. Some might decide to play it down, but I think for me it's a very serious issue that talks to issues relating to service delivery. Not only security. Mm. It's about service delivery. It's about what ordinary citizens are going through on a daily basis. Maybe I must also remind you that last night I also had a power cut. So this talks to the day-to-day challenges that ordinary citizens are actually facing, which relates to how government is supposed to improve on the delivery of services to our people. Um, that, for me, is a situation that um, the ANC would love to, re- to forget about very quickly. Sure. But sufficient explanation should be required. Now, now, on to internal matters of the ANC, because uh, when Ramaphosa declined to speak at the ANC Women's League lecture this week, many tongues were wagging along factional lines. Uh, do you interpret it as, as being part of that, that factional battle? It should be. Um, it should be because of a number of reasons. Firstly, um, the... Even though the ANC has to recognize its birthday and have the traditional general statement happening in all these activities, um, the, we still have COVID-19 in our midst. And um, I, what I've observed is that it appears as if certain groupings within the ANC are trying their best to prove mm. that whether you like it or not, we still have uh, Cyril Ramaphosa as the president of the ANC, and we're also going to ensure that he gets re-elected uh, back into the, his position of the presidency. The events that actually took place relating to the Women's League, for me, I saw that as part of, the, of that launch pad. Mm. But more, when some youth had to force Ramaphosa to address them, with a sign, uh, I don't know, two fingers standing, mm. which was a clear sign that they are saying, we need a second term for you, Ramaphosa, or we are going to, we're going to vote you again for the second term. It was a signal 
that uh, um, uh, uh, the, the, the launching of his uh, campaign for second term seemed to be uh, uh, starting. Mm. But also at the same time, there are other groupings within the ANC that is a section against uh, uh, Ramaphosa, which is also present in Pulukwane, it appears. And there were some events that were organized. We had that uh, uh, the suspended SG mm. had also organized some other activities in, 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 in Limpopo, but unfortunately, unfortunately that had to be cancelled. That, for me, talks to the divided ANC, which is very much sectional, and the campaign for leadership come December 2020, uh, 2022 has actually started. Levi, very important for us to know, when you say that that, that other event where Ace Mahashule was going to speak this week was cancelled, wh- what happened there? Well, I think there was an intervention of the regional leadership to say that members of the ANC cannot arrange mm parallel events uh, from the main event that is actually taking place by the ANC. It appears as if there was a soccer tournament which was arranged in which Ace Mahashule was going to donate soccer kits and balls and so on and so on. And uh, some people view this as a defiance Mm. to the main event of the ANC. But for me, there is nothing wrong making a donation to a soccer tournament or the poor people. I think the worry will be that some will interpret it as if it's a parallel activity which is actually meant to uh, dilute Mm. the main activity of the ANC. But another aspect will be that every member of the ANC would know that this period of the year is when the, the, the general statement has to be read to the people and also all members of the ANC should be focusing on celebrating the birth of the ANC. Absolutely. And, and I'm just wondering, we, we, I suppose standing from the outside looking in, we have this, this expectation that the president of the ANC, who's also the president of the country, Levi, should now go to this January 8th statement and read the riot act to members who've been foul of the law, who've been corrupt, who've been part of state capture, and that we are going to be pointing the finger at this January 8th statement at them saying we're going to get rid of you. Th- that's not going to happen. That's simply not going to happen. Unfortunately, that is not going to happen. But whether we like it or not, the January statement is then supposed to be a build-up to the plan of the ANC for the year. But because there are policy issues that the ANC has to get involved in, it then very slightly gets linked to the state of the nation address. Because the very same person is the president of the republic, is the president of the ANC, and in all these programs, he actually has to be actively involved. His ministers, who are some of them members of this National Executive Committee, are supposed to implement the programs of the ANC and equally also implement the programs of government. So there is a strong linkage between the state of the nation address and the January statement. Around the statement, now, what is your expectation? And, and you've spoken quite a bit now about how 
Ramaphosa, who, who, who is, is looking for re-election to the ANC presidency at the end of the year, has already begun in earnest his campaign from what you've seen in Limpopo. How, how does the opposition to that president begin to manifest its sort of voice and, and its uh, message to the rest of the party around this January 8th statement? For me, there are a few important issues that uh, Ramaphosa has to focus on. What Ramaphosa has to focus on, specifically to the members of the ANC, would be matters that relate to the renewal of the ANC. The challenges facing the ANC in terms of its growth, in terms of its um, uh, uh, inability uh, by the cadres to provide services as, as expected, issues that relate to the uh, economic growth that must create jobs for young people, which is some of the issues that we actually touched on yesterday. And uh, number two, Ramaphosa is going to take a lot of time having to talk about issues that relate to corruption and how corruption is uh, negatively affecting the ANC and the image of the ANC. He also has to talk about factionalism within the party. The issue that you and I were discussing a few minutes ago yeah. touches on factionalism, having other different groupings in, in, in the ANC. And Ramaphosa has to talk very extensively again on issues relating to ill discipline within the ANC. Uh, if there is a party where members would do as they like and nothing happens, it is the African National Congress. And I think the National Executive Committee of the ANC has to outline uh, the program that has to deal with ill discipline okay. within the party. Political analyst Levi Ndoa, thank you so much for your time this morning. Been good engaging. And now we sit back and wait and look and uh, tick the boxes of uh, how many of those the president will address in his uh, January 8th state of, or January 8th 